Hi, everyone. Welcome to another rip-roaring episode of Art and Labor. <laughs> Every episode is ripping and roaring. <laughs> We're still alive to experience the raw power. We gotta survive. That's that's what the podcast is all about. Surviving as an art and or cultural worker, a- aka for in my case, um, surplus labor. Ooh, uh, <laughs> nice. Um, how's everyone's uh, holiday? I- isolated, extremely isolated, and weird holiday where all of the malls are open, but there's a pandemic going on or whatever. <laughs> yeah, don't all <laughs> answer at once, but please write us an email, and if you could make it be about class reductionism too in some kind of way Uh, yeah whatever that yeah whatever whatever you interpret that as um if it's even possible i don't even know if it's possible (laughs) to reduce things to class yeah because if you reduce things to class you're still talking about all of the things encompassed in that class right yes so it's is it is it possible is is my whole thing on that yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, but I do appreciate whoever wrote to us to say that <laughs> class is the only thing we should be considering and everything else is wrong. Oh yeah, um, we're we're rad rad femmes. Um Oh god. Whatever. I, I think I saw an angry Instagram comment the in in our in one of our anti Paglia posts oh that's they, good they just creep the internet uh and they're like defending they're like, yeah defending mama paglia <laughs> oh, thank god you know i i sometimes i feel like camille is a little um vulnerable you know like maybe she needs <laughs> rabid fans to just like slash around indiscriminately without opening up a good faith argument yeah, I mean, you can't. You need a you need a safe space to be that to be a reactionary. That is what it, yeah. I've learned of, <laughs> from yeah. reactionaries on the internet. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Look, they wouldn't be reactionary if you would just see where they're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> if you would just admit that uh, trans people are bourgeois decadence, then uh, you know, then the, then they'll shut up. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It also, um, just women in general, bourgeois yeah, decadence. Yeah, yeah. The whole- like the only thing is class, and class is defined by how many tokens you have. Right, and and class to them is like t- extremely rigid traditional gender roles, as if you can like put the toothpaste back in the tube and all go back to the fifties. Good luck. Yeah. (laughs) Also they had a really large closet. Everyone was in, in the fifties. I don't know if anybody (laughs) remembers how big that closet was. (laughs) They had to hide a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, go back to, uh, beards, lavender marriages, um, Mm. all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, just repression. Uh, bring bring the hammer back down. Theocracy, yeah. I guess. Yeah, wretched accusations. <laughs> McCarthyism, <laughs> uh, anti-internationalism makes it so much fun. 
We can have labor power as long as it's extremely nationalistic and uh, anti-immigrant and uh, anti uh, any any sort of like uh, sexual minorities or um, non-traditional patriarchal value. <laughs> Hell yeah! I just I would I would really like to be a part of a movement where I can negate my own liberation that would to me seem ideal because honestly you know trying to conceive of too much freedom uh (laughs) could mess up uh the 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 structure that that is is meant to be in place (laughs) yeah the natural order of things yeah (laughs) honestly maybe if we would go back to traditional gender roles then um global warming would stop yeah you know it's really natural to um assign a gender to an intersex baby that's very natural that sounds natural to me there is nothing more (laughs) natural than a birth certificate (laughs) <laughs> they actually every everything has one you you dig under a tree the tree has a birth certificate pooped it out when it was a seed like, what it, like I'm, now i'm imagining like um uh what's it called like an anarcho-primitivist pagliast or something. oh wow <laughs> like like traditional values but instead of traditional western values it's it's like traditional uh humans like yeah traditional indigenous values <laughs> oh god well you can't say indigenous because then you're getting into like wait they all worshipped like mother gaia hold wait on wait a second wait a second Tr- wait you mean the, the the traditional values we made up in the 50s aren't Jeez. uh you know actually <laughs> natural weight the earth is is older than six thousand years what the fuck <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how to help people. I I give up with everyone. I, can can your gnosticism studies help help these people? Help these like weird like uh you know, probably recovering Christians, I imagine. Oh, maybe. I mean, it has been really interesting. Uh it since it is almost it it's almost Christmas. How about a little bit of a how about a little bit of Jesus talk for a sec? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're pretty much in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Jesus was a communist and uh, he was going around doing all these good works, trying to trying to round up people and say, like, we got a lot of uh, ruling class interests uh, acting against us. But, you know, we can we can band together. We can act as one. And we can know God. And uh, yeah, the Gnostics, they were um, a part of this sect, I guess, of, of a really early Christianity. Some people argue that it's pre-Christian. Other people say like, no, this is the closest you can get to the real teachings. But all of the followers were kind of like, um, you can know God by knowing yourself and by knowing others and like God is in everything. So if you want to be one with God, you can be one with everything. Sounds really Buddhist. Yes. Yes. And so people who are studying it are like, Oh, is there actually a connection here? Is this like the root of a world religion? Like, um, 
you know, there's so many implications that would make this um, supposedly heretical teaching like actually an amazing basis for including a spirituality in communism. Um, I mean, the, the, the eye of the needle shit is all in there. The, what is yeah. it easier? Uh, it's, it's for a, for a camel to thread a needle than for a rich person to get into the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and yes, all like all the teachings are just like, Hey, listen, you know what? We don't, we don't need the money. Like if the, if the Romans need the money, like that's because they're filthy. <laughs> so just give them their taxes. Like we've got other bigger spiritual fish to fry. Um, but yeah, so it's like these these Gnostic Gospels were discovered like in the 40s in Egypt and they were initially hidden uh, for a while by this guy who wanted to try to make money off of them and his wife like burned a bunch to just like get their furnace going or whatever. And like, uh, well, yeah, whatever. But what's left of them um, has been like the subject of a lot of debates and, and it's like, you know, the gospels of Mary Magdalene are there, the gospels of oh, Judas, yeah. like yeah. all of these people who were X'd out of the Orthodox religions. Yeah. My only ex experience with Gnosticism is being cornered at a party and being explained Gnosticism. Oh, sorry. I feel like I'm doing that now, <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> I, I just feel bad. I haven't actually read. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's totally rad. It's like, you know, they had gender equality and, um, and they said that like, you know, because if you, if you want to know yourself to know God, then, you know, that might mean you're also any kind of gender and you would be also God, which fucks up the hierarchy that Catholicism was trying to develop. So like at this time when the Gnostics were preaching, this Orthodox Catholicism was like, no, mm. you guys don't know God and you don't know Jesus. We know Jesus. There were only like these specific Orthodox gospels that we're bringing with us so that we can make a structure of like a, like a, basically like the first religious state. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can take control of a police force and use the police force to reinforce the religious state and then build our own hierarchy and start accumulating wealth, which then they, turns into the Catholic <laughs> state. Yeah. <laughs> which they, they did. They had they had the the whole the the Inquisition, they the Vatican is like built on like a, a, just a ton of um insane murder and business deals and uh, yeah. like rigid enforcement of a strict hierarchy for sure. And, it, and it's super. So like in the, in the like lineage of religion, the, the Gnostics were persecuted as heretics hunted out and just driven to the corners of the world. And all of their writings were thought to be destroyed. So the only way that people knew they existed was through people talking about how bad they were. <laughs> and then it's like, Oh shit, here's some firsthand accounts that popped up. Um, let's let's take a look at those and people are still really debating like what the position is that they should take but um 
Yeah, you know, the, yeah. It's it's interesting when the lid the lid of it go of um data is opened. It's it's like a it's like a crazy new new plane of existence. Like it's hard to fathom like all this history where people couldn't like look up the Wikipedia entry for Gnosticism, you know? Yeah. They're just like, Oh yeah, they're demons. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. In a, in a world where, um, there's also people who think like that gin still exists. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's such a weird, like, fantastical world that's still around us. Like in the, in the discovery of the, of the, um, like the papers, the the actual gospels written on these like papyrus papers or whatever. Um, the the people who found it in this modern era of the 1940s were like oh, wait a minute, there's something in this jar. It might be a gin. I'm afraid to look. And meanwhile, it's like it's like centuries of all this rationalism and centuries of like all this Catholicism and like trying to put um, spirituality in a box and everything. And then there's people still walking around like, I think genies are real. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's this paper? <laughs> oh, shit. Looks like we haven't figured out scientific rationalism after all. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's leading to some really, like, in, interesting shit. I mean, as far as, like, the, the non-U.S. world, because the U.S. seems to be the, like, collection plate for all of the worst religious cults <laughs> oh yeah but this is but i feel like this is kind of the key for me in cracking it open is like because i've had i have family that is all twisted up in christian things like my you know my grandmother on my dad's side when she passed away she actually had a wedding to jesus oh um yeah, it's something I'm just trying to work out. You know, it's like what happened to my family? What what happened to America? Why are we this like Christian state like hub with all these mega churches and like is there a way to talk to these people through the scripture and remind everyone that actually you're halfway to believing I, I think in there communism. Is. I mean, I, I think there is a way to talk to people. The problem is, like, it's hard to talk more than the, like, prosperity gospel insane shit gives them directly. Like... Oh, sure. The, well, that's why you just gotta, you gotta learn the, the true teachings of Christ. Didn't who, break away somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's subversive, you know, if you're able to at least get people to to know that there is a, a world they're not seeing in, in completion, like, in its totality, like, yeah, at least you could open up questions for people, like, hey, wait, do you really believe that this gospel is what, like, Jesus wants you to it, oh, it, dude, it, like, reminds really me, what? it reminds me of this story. Like, um, I have all of these um, second cousins who live in Iowa and Missouri, and they're extremely fundamentalist, like evangelical types. 
Um, and they came to visit us in New York and we got like, you know, the, like the wait all day, like cheap Broadway tickets thing. And we went to see rent with them and they walked out during the intermission. That's so wild. (laughs) And like, I was like in high school at the time and I was like pissed and I was like, and one cousin stayed though. And it's like, I'm like, and she's always like, I think she kind of broke away from that shit, luckily. But it's like, uh, well, there you go. That's yeah, what it's that's, for then. It takes like a, a weird, like, like stupid gas show on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Broadway is there to change hearts and minds, though. For, I mean, Let's, yeah. It's so gay. Yeah. The whole thing. I mean, it, and it and it does work in a way. And that's why Disney has gotten its little grubby conservative claws deeper into it um, in in, in the past like five, six years, whenever Lion King started. And now it's like, there's like, no joke, there's like six Disney shows or something. Like, it's all... <laughs> Uh, that's how they they capture yeah. all of the tour the conservative tourists going to Times Square and like just yeah go see the Little Mermaid but music but Ugh. more more songs than the movie the same movie but more songs yeah. <laughs> yeah. just so miserable uh, <laughs> quit adding songs to my favorite like, like, yeah God like this, the 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 era of like I feel like you know hair or rent or even like Mamma Mia or whatever like that that era they're mostly gone from Broadway at this point. Oh my God, had I don't think Hedwig yeah, ever Hedwig. made it to Broadway, Broadway, but it. I mean that. Oh, actually, you're right. It did. It it had yeah. it had um a, a, I think, a I Neil Patrick so, yeah. Harris revival, short lived. I think. <laughs> yeah it's just yeah right. but it's like if you're Too competing much. with literal like disney properties you're not gonna get those those tourists going to see the broadway show they're gonna go see what the fucking disney one <laughs> yeah yeah they're gonna go or, see spider yeah, they're, go go see see spider <laughs> they're not gonna go they're not gonna go see fucking yeah I don't know, the all the whatever weird ones are I, i'm like very i haven't <laughs> i don't know that much what's on right now but Nothing. Oh, well, of course. Oh, I, oh of course. nothing Duh. is on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all just like, hey, how about um, how about some theater well, news the theater for everyone in quarantine? Are, like, they got. We're, we're they, gonna pretend they have some sort of bailout they've been living off of, but yeah, I think it's running out, and they're gonna be fricked again. And they were doing some outdoor ones, but it's like, yeah, that's a huge part of mm. the city revenue. It. As we talked about, like, in a lot of our early quarantine episodes, like, I think we were very on the ball with, like, Manhattan is, like, it's going to be so, so bad, like, austerity regime, like, crazy without the tourism industry. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, it's a, uh, and it's just, it's getting there. I I was just looking at the, uh, the housing news that's coming down the pike. It's like NYCHA has decided to turn over property management of their public housing. Yes, to that these, happened like, a while ago. Firms. I actually interviewed to work at one of them. Cause I was trying to like learn more about it. 
it's fucked up. It's fucked up. And, 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 you know, Salazar, yeah. it's, uh, there's one in her district that does this and she's great. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like the only way to save NYCHA from, you know, Cuomo, but it still sucks. And they use fucking prison labor. They use prison labor for all of the maintenance and shit. Mm. It's so bad. <laughs> it's and and the it's the so um the other thing it, that we talked about in our early ep- episodes uh, pandemic episodes is happening for real now the um commercial real estate in Manhattan starting to empty out as the leases expire um but the the lease the leases are really long so oh, like yeah. right now they're <laughs> they're going to the sublease market um like, but the, like, even like the most like conservative financial news places are like, yeah, even after the pandemic, like there's going to be like a 20% reduction in commercial uh, rent in Manhattan. I'm, I'm just imagining like there's a guy in Times Square in his trench coat and he's like, and he's like, Psst, hey, hey, mister. <laughs> You want a flagship store location? I got it for you cheap. I got it for you cheap. I got all these sublets right here. And he opens up his jacket and there's all these little yeah, like leases. Like, like Target was coming to gentrify Ridgewood and now, now that might not be happening, which is like insane. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like all of the like really <laughs> like insane like hat on a hat capitalist things are like, like we work like I think is fucking done. Like that sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was done. It was it was a flash in the pan to begin with. Yeah, it didn't I mean, need a pandemic to kill it. It all it needed was, like, was its own management. Like, right before pandemic, that was like um, they were pouring billions of dollars into like um, that fucking sink sinkhole sinkhole bullshit. <laughs> so insane yes. rent renting a rental space uh with loan money or whatever <laughs> yeah let's see if we can subdivide the world into small enough cubes for us all to be <sighs> yeah, subletting I, something from each other i mean it's interesting like i I've, I've been following a lot of the um the big uh uh, cybersecurity story of um oh <laughs> or is it the is it like the China um and US Cold War really? that's been raging for many yeah, they, many the, an administration the, they, they dropped like some details of um China unmasking CIA agents in Africa um and then uh like like the obama administration like struggling with like gathering intelligence on china um throughout his term and then oh yeah i mean we had so didn't i mean we didn't we have um, we had kind of like a bunch of spies over in China who were discovered because China was like yeah. also harvesting data 
from the United States and they found out exactly who was a spy and then they just went like directly to those people's yeah they just they have and had them the da- like they have the data like there's not like <laughs> there's there's i mean this is what i've realized like more about i don't know if you follow the like really stupid vox um vox.com liberals um like maddie maddie iglesias and like the, oh the other one that i hate i can't remember his name right now yeah but they're like they're like the type of liberals who are like who who are like very like sort of like Andrew Yangy like they're very like yeah give give people money um and like just uh, but just also do like it, man know, it'll be great n- never defund the police and never defund the military <laughs> um yeah <laughs> well because they're people too so they're you they're gotta give like them that money person. and like Maddie Iglesias's big like thing is like this um uh. 1 billion Americans campaign to compete with China because like, like there's, there's no other way to combat the like rising global superpower of China because they just have so many more people. Well, that's, I mean, that's a lie though. It's, it's so insane because I don't know, I've just been following the failure of policy (laughs) in terms of like, you know, it's like it's like China is just as bad as any industrialized superpower in that they have a huge slave force of Uyghurs who are working the cotton industry and they're making like 85% of the cotton products for China and 20% of cotton products worldwide. They're just like the antebellum I mean, the, the entire South. shit is, is shifting. Like you, and, you, have, you shift part of industrialization is shifting the, uh, you know, shifting from your citizens doing um, the, you know, the productive labor to making the global South do it for you. Um, and so it, 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 it makes sense that that's happening in China. It's. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's industrialization. That's, I mean, as yeah, a, that's just as how, a capitalist and that's like what makes so. China still in the, the realm of capitalist. Um, the, but yeah, the, the Maddie Iglesias argument of, of a billion Americans, um, it it also has to do with like the new like not like that new but like the data economy um of like that you know china has um much tighter control over um like private industry so like if a um like it, Alibaba, it's like it's like very similar to what where the United States is um, building with Amazon right now, um, as far as like Amazon working directly with ICE, working directly with like um, police forces through like their ring cameras, like um, building um, cybersecurity apparatuses like for the State Department <laughs> directly pretty much um sure and i mean but it's just it's like all right so my issue 
piggybacking off of like, yes, China's doing all of this stuff, right? And we're doing all of this stuff too. And we're supposed to have some legislation in place that's like, uh, yeah, you know, doing business, getting these goods that are made with slave labor is illegal. Like we, like we have legislation that says it's illegal. Yeah, and but we, we actually were supposed to be uh, millions and millions it. of prisoners doing insourced uh, slave labor, <laughs> which is like totally legal. Yeah, you know, I quote know. unquote. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, it's just I, the thing that I'm trying to say is. All of this stuff is the they're, same. They're China inextricably and America linked, are the um, same in the in the global in the global <laughs> capitalist all, they're system. All one evil. Um, but I I will say the um, the Chinese have a clear advantage, and I think the liberals know this just through the uh, sheer amount of people they have, and like the the programs that they can provide to their citizens and the protections that they can provide to their citizens has far exceeded what the United States is capable of, you know, in regards to especially COVID like and the, and health insurance and. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. And we just, we just don't even have the ability to, Right to to bar any like I we, I don't know I I would think like if you if you were trying to consolidate power as a nation you were America at this point it's like yeah maybe you would think about how you could bring production back to that's like the the Trump zone control <laughs> uh well it's also just sort of like why are we so dependent no, yeah, all i mean all th this actually relates to a, like a more trade. about what yeah. i wanted to say this episode is like it's it's it is de facto falling into the trump wing of the republican party in particular because our um even our most progressive democrats um are are still um too wedded to the national security apparatus like so right now with like this the the stimulus bill which yeah let's let's get into that <laughs> it has all oh of these God. like insane uh you know provisions for for the national security state um oh sure yeah, we've got to we've got to make sure that we put some money uh, down to uh, bring right, democracy right. And, to and, Venezuela. And, you know, it's like, and it's it's all. And, uh, and we got to keep. We got to leave. We got to leave the troops in Afghanistan. Literal death even though squads. It's not a war, Literal but it's a war. Death squads in not Afghanistan, a like murdering children. Oh like, yeah, that's all getting funded through the stimulus like you know the uh the different like you know propaganda outlet outreaches like what is this three million dollars and four million dollars respectively for voice of america and radio free asia it, these it, like broadcasts like to engage tibetans like they're like this is like all 
being like directly funded, <laughs> like the where's the Venezuela one? Thirty three million um, for democracy programs for Venezuela. Yep. Like, gotta try it again. Guaido yep. two. Who's Guaido two? Who's it gonna be? Is it gonna be a woman this time? I don't know. Maybe it's going to be Guido again. He did just like hop a fence, right? He could just hop Jesus back Christ. over. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, this is kind of why I'm not no. excited about anything ever. <laughs> it's like, uh, they're just going to, the pockets are so deep and the policies are so nihilistic that it doesn't seem like oh my God. there's really... Yeah, anything that comes literal of anything good. Of dollars I don't know. Allocated it's like, to like new, um, new missiles, new tanks, new submarines, munitions. Like that's all in the stimulus bill, and AOC fucking signed that shit. Like, <laughs> well, of course. I, is anybody else? I'm not. Shocked, I don't know. Is course. anybody else I'm over just, being shocked? I'm just calling it like I see it. Uh, just in case people aren't following it as closely. Yeah. I mean, it's a job, though, too. It's sort of like it, everyone working in a corrupt system is going to make corrupt decisions <laughs> to keep their no, corrupt jobs. Of course, jobs. it's not surprising. Like, I don't, and it's, I don't and know. It, it is like, maddening. It, it is maddening because you know, we go in circles and repeat the same shit over and over again. Like, but it's like if we don't, like they'll just keep, they'll, I mean, I don't know. There's just, then there's nothing. Then there's no, no criticism between what they're doing and their constituents. Like we're pretty much her constituents. Like we're, we're a, a district over from her district, you know, like it's our, it's, it's our pals who got her elected. Oh, sure. Uh, and it's like, you know, Talib didn't vote for it. So it's like, it's possible to have, a slightly better rep. <laughs> and, you know, and I think Tlaib coming from Michigan, uh, it, it, it makes sense to me because I think there's been some much stronger labor actions coming out of Michigan um, than here, although we've had some really cool ones here. Um, we've also been extremely throttled in what labor is able to do in New York lately. Uh. Mm, yeah i mean i, well, I don't know my, oh, so here, this is my little like about this <laughs> kind of <laughs> thoughts on this like it, it is like if we had a stronger labor movement our reps would be better um regardless of what party they are i don't care if they're a fucking like i'll, I'll be an opportunist like if trump's gonna veto the defense bill i don't care good <laughs> like <laughs> good i don't like good don't fund that shit like give it to people give them the 2000 a month like he said he's gonna and i think it's very a very very interesting time because um to have to have these more progressive reps who have been pushing for the 2000 for months now you know um to to be there to nancy pelosi and be like yeah we've like the president says he'll do it we've been pushing this for months you're the pin it's you ha who have to move and then pelosi had to move and now it's on mitch mcconnell or whatever it's like a, it's pretty it's it's pretty good politics happening for once <laughs> um 
I mean, of course, like, of mm. course, it's like, I don't know. It, it's <laughs> probably not going to fucking work. Like, I, I wonder if we'll even see the 600. I, like, it's, it remains to be seen. But it, it has to happen because, you know, like we've, we, you know, been alluding to for, for months now, they're just kicking the can down the road with this eviction crisis. And, like, even Taleb is hedging because her original 2000 a month um, was retroactive as well <laughs> for the start of the pandemic. And now they're not calling for that anymore. So all of those folks who are in like thousands of dollars in rent debt are, even if the, the 2000 goes through they're they're still going to be fucked for like a while and, you know, and probably get evicted anyway. Um, even if yes. the 2000 goes through, which is like, I don't know. I think it like for people in, in slightly better positions, like, like myself or whatever, like it's, it, it can be hard to, to fathom, but like, yeah, people, people were like, you know, extremely, extremely rent burdened before the pandemic. And, and none of this has been alleviated. It's just dragging on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, I, I mean, have, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind I'm of insane. Just, like, like, like Kamala, <laughs> even Kamala yeah. introduced a 2000 a month <laughs> bill and. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, that was like at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was putting up these little comparative studies. Like, Hey, look at how much people are getting a month throughout this whole thing. And look at what everybody else's <laughs> governments are doing for them. And look at how we're not doing anything, <laughs> but it's because we're fucked. And I just, it's like the sooner we, I don't know. I'm just so frustrated because it's like, oh, but let's really look at like how fucked we are as if, you know, like, like we're just going to watch all of the play by play. Oh, the, the, the politics of, of how fucked we are is, is a real uh, issue. And I totally get that. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, don't have, I just don't. I just kind of set it and forget it at this point because I'm like, well, this isn't going to get any better. It's it's wild. Like there's, there's things that sort of happen. Like it's like in the beginning of the pandemic, there was like a severe, like, you know, groups, like local groups that organized on the ground knew very quickly that there was going to be a food problem and there still is a food problem in a lot of places, but it, as far as New York City, like things have actually got improved significantly as far as like ability for people to get SNAP and uh, amount of pantries available to most neighborhoods at this point is 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 like commendable and is like something good that has happened in these horrendous months, you know. Uh, so it's like. It's tough, especially folks like me who are in the like, you know, uh, garbage bin of labor, like surplus labor. <laughs> like, what? Uh, well, this is what's keeping us afloat right now is like these benefits, these unemployment benefits, and um, like this sort of thing. And it's like, um, uh, it 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 feels like where we're going to go the route of um, just one, once the shit runs out, we'll, we'll, we will all just be working for Amazon and all of the, <laughs> all the shit um, 
will like all of the small businesses will be done and we'll all just be in the horrible gig world at the end of this. But so that's, I don't know for me personally, why I follow it so closely. Cause I'm like, well, what if we don't have to do that? <laughs> what if, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess <laughs> I mean, maybe following well, it not, is the well, way to well, make like it I not said, happen. It's not I'm not sure. Like following it and then applying it to local organizing could produce a better safety net. And I think, like I said, it has produced a slightly better safety net here in New York City as far as, like, we're we're one of the better states for unemployment. And even though it sucks and we're one of the better states for snap, even, even though it's not enough. Uh, like, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't want to go full accelerationist doomer about it. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think anybody wants to. I like, I also, I, just, I also like I to dip, I don't, to I dip just into don't, the realm. no, <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing a terrible <laughs> no, podcaster. I mean- <laughs> like I just don't read Twitter that much. I'm just not. I'm uh, yeah. I mean, I it, it's topical, <laughs> stupid bullshit. And I, I, I do prefer to like read, read more like historical things or things happening in other countries because I mean, it is like really inspiring that like India had a general strike of two hundred million people, like. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> like, and so figuring out kind of what it takes for like um, pl- places of such huge size to be able to organize in that way is like, is kind of a, a more productive use of time than Twitter, politic, sports game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, it's it's interesting what's happening in India, but I, you know, I wonder like how anything could be applied here, but it's, you know, because it's like the issues that they're working with are so Yeah. And it's also their share of like the, the productive labor um, is larger at this point. Um, I mean, not to say that we don't have, um, you know, pr- productive labor here in the States that need to be organized, but yeah, exactly. no, they have, a, they have a massive agricultural class, which is all being affected by the Modi government deciding that they want to open up these private interests and tank the prices for people's crops. Like it's, and that affects enough people immediately to the point where they all want to actually and, um, and they also have like different block. um parties behind the unions that um are are very like uh principled that i think like can take advantage of um crises in a, in a much more coherent way than uh our whatever passes for a labor movement here. <laughs> yeah. They have yeah, I mean it's interesting like their relationship to Marxism too. Like uh I was reading a little bit about how the uh the caste system was working 
Um, and there's, there was, uh, this figure, Ambedkar? I don't, I don't know, I don't think so. Do you know about him? So, Ambedkar is, uh, he, he, uh, was born an untouchable, oh, um, in, like, the end of the 1800s, and he lived up through, like, the 1950s, but his whole thing was, like, he, you know, he wanted to work systemically to create an equality um, amongst the castes. So he left India, you know, studied um, to studied law, and then uh, created the Constitution right. of India and um, the Republic of India. And it's sort of like a, a lot of people... Um, are talking about ways that uh, his teachings can be fused with Marxism um, to talk about like a classless and casteless system. And since everything is like religiously tied to, it's like yeah, how do you yeah, break you know, down it, it, it makes a lot of sense. And there's of there's pillars. all of these different um, tendencies within like uh, like. Indian labor organizations. Like if you look at the list of, of labor organizations that like supported and, and organized the general strike, it's like, a, it's a total run the gambit of like Maoists, Marxist Leninists, just Marxists. Like there's like three different communist parties of India at, with like parentheses, Maoist parentheses, <laughs> like, and then there's like, the, yeah. the unions all have like different affiliations with those parties too. Like even um, like um, there's some that like are sort of like Marxist fused with like the nonviolent movement, which of course is like also gets picked up by a lot of like United States interests. Uh, but, but there's, you know, of course um, ac like ac actual believers in, in like the um, like, Indian tradition of nonviolence, and and so so some of those groups are involved in the general strike. Some of like, you know, anarchist groups are involved in the general strike. Like, it's just like, um, it's great. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, this is I don't know. To me, I just think if everyone is personally affected in a way that means you your livelihood is completely destroyed, there's there's something about the the system like of government that yes. we're operating on that keeps we, subs we a subsidize divisive. the farmers here. Yeah. So I'm just like I don't know. I'm I've gone full on like the the sports thing is is actually evil and if we are going to address our government it should be with a basis of commonality, like what you can see happening in India, where it's like, no, we're all the working class and we know that we're being screwed. And we just have this one focal point to, to train ourselves on because, you know, then we can all agree. No agriculture should be in control. Like the people should control the agriculture. Uh, yeah. It's like, like the farmers yeah, should it's, control. It's, their farms. it's like, it's similar with the, the, the conversation about Christians in the beginning, it's how, like, how do you compete with an apparatus that is completely subsidizing your existence? And like, <laughs> you know, like, 
um, as soon like as soon as like the farmers like threatened to leave the Republican Party, for example, like then Trump gives them a big handout and to to win them over, you know, like these sort of uh, you know selective uh, handouts keep the whole thing going, and that's why I say it's like hard for me to go um, accelerationist with it because. Yeah. Well, there's, there's like selective handouts going on in India right now too, though, with what's happening, the, there actually was a call for select representatives of the agricultural class to come and speak with. And that's a, that's a testament to, to the the unions staying militant and staying, uh, you know, keeping a good political education going. So if we had, if we had something like that in the, in the States that can, that can show people like, yes, the the government provides this and this, but you deserve more. And it's like at the expense of all these other people, you know, like whatever it is. Yeah. And at this point we just, we don't have a union. (laughs) that force and we don't have an educational branch of that non-existent union force so it's just like a whole bunch of atomized people going like did you see the thing that they did that time and it's like at no point has there ever been more awareness of the way that we're all getting dicked over by these moves but it doesn't i don't know it's just start it's like kind of crazy making Um, to follow it all the time because I think, you know, I think it's possible actually to organize and to be conscious of your own actions. Like, you know, food shortages in New York are a very apparent materialist-based issue to to deal with. It's not like, you know, it's not like you wouldn't be dealing with it. Like, like people who are not reading the news are capable also of right. noticing I mean, that they're starving. The, the thing is, like, the organizing has to go further and and the i think the the political education needs to be tied in with the um food distribution and with like um these different like outreaches and eviction defenses and like uh like everything because it has to reach it has to reach all the workplaces too um oh sure but i just wonder like what the well, education well, yeah, people, is supposed to be don't agree point. on tendency like people don't agree on um yeah which 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 tendency they want to adopt but i mean i'm all for like the india method where it's like this group is maoist and this group is uh our mls and this group is just general marxist like um that that sort of uh uh party structure i'm for you know i'm i'm for uh like i i yeah i mean i'm 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 for working with a party i'm i really i've, I've said it before but <laughs> like a party outside of the capitalist parties uh uh and it's and it's you know it's ex- extremely difficult and people and and part of the like uh politics sports twitter of it is like people desperate to try to enforce that within the democratic party somehow, but like, that's like that, that is how we get like the, the constant bashing our head against the wall, I think. 
Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I, I'm never going to claim to know. I, I just don't think that getting agitated about the, the mi- micromanaging the democratic party and its response to the Republicans is like, it's, it's not helping me in my life. It's not, it's, it's, it's led to a lot of like stomach problems, you know, like I'm just not like, I, I have, it hasn't been like, Oh yes, now I can use this to, to find an inroad to get somewhere in my life. So I just don't personally know about it as much and can't <laughs> podcast anymore. So just making an announcement, <laughs> I cannot be a podcaster anymore. I can feel the cancellation, the waves of canceling coming towards me because I am looking at historical references no, point more is than to, I am looking at current I mean, shows. I, I, like to merge it with our everyday lives. Like it's like, it's hard to completely look like look away from the shit, especially when it's like literal checks. They're talking about writing everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, fucking, <laughs> if they write me a check, I'll get it in the mail. Like, just leave me alone. If you want to write a check, write a check. My God. This, this is crazy. I mean, they want Christmas, so much attention. And, um, we, could, we, we could be getting the 2000 a month instead of the, the 600 that they went on all of the major news outlets. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Tomorrow is Christmas and I don't see no fucking checks. So they're just full of shit and they're going to keep talking because they want attention in this whole attention economy. And how else are they going to justify their lives? This is like, this is a moment of truth in my opinion. Like if, if, if it, like it was getting really interesting when the Democrats were really pushing the $600 as enough, like the full on New York times editorial, like 600 is enough, like Klobuchar going on Rachel Maddow, like, like Trump asking for 2000. Like she literally said like Trump asking for 2000 is a slap in the face to Americans who are, you know, proud and they only need 600. They don't need more money. Nobody wants more money. Like, It's like yeah, it's clown. It's a, it's it's a funny clowns. clown show. I get, I get, not wanting to think about it, but you know, I like doing the whole mer- merging of of all of it. It's uh, it's just so much happening at once, and like all of the geopolitical shit is all tied up in these um, in this stimulus too, and it's all like. It's it you know it's all at play like, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really fucking nuts. <laughs> and it's Christmas. <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. I made Hope latkes. Everybody enjoyed their Hanukkah. I'm pretty good at making latkes. Yeah, oh, I love latkes with Just a little bit of applesauce. Mm. People don't make them right; they mm. don't wring the water out enough. You gotta like really squeeze the water out. Yeah, otherwise they won't crisp up. People, oh yeah, so you make them crispy. Latkes, and I'm like, mm, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Like, like Jewish half of the, the family. Judgment rains down. <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I guess that's that. Another, another in the bank. I mean, oh no. Uh, support us on Patreon if you like. If you like our little our little show here. I mean, um, we've we've been re- highlighting a lot of the bad comments, but I also get a lot of really nice comments. <laughs> oh, it's true. Yeah, um, a lot of I nice things are going on. People. I get like DMs sometimes. It's just like, when's the next episode coming out? And whatever like you know people people like our show it's 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 weird to think about (laughs) it is it's pretty (laughs) cool though um i'm sorry everybody i'm sorry i quit uh the news i hope that you can forgive me or that it's still listenable I mean, if this is what you're coming here for, though, I would, I would say you other should probably podcasts, just yeah, seriously. listen to every single I mean, other podcast. I'm, I just want to fucking go um, off about it. Um, so maybe, maybe if, if, if we're not going to do the news as much here, I'll just like go off about it on my own. Cause it's like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and we can save, save the show for more historical. Oh God takes and well we could bring some art back in i'm always a big proponent of sticking the to art and culture the art realm. and culture of course there is there is a lot to yeah. be said um and uh and yeah we'll try to stick back to it start you know post things post things in the discord you want us to talk about we'll talk about it that's how kind of how it works <laughs> damn i mean yeah they already turns yeah, they out are. you can buy they've us been, too been for a bit i think yeah oh, oh god <laughs> i don't even read any of that <laughs> i don't read anything well, you're a true i just make up stuff to so say you're kind of in your own <laughs> sphere yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it's me and I mean, Marilyn you are Manson like an extremely talented and painter, and I think that takes a, a certain like like individual vigor that like yeah, make that makes you a, a, an iconoclastic type person for sure. As, I, well, I, I prefer is, yes, the much term better. autodidact. Um. I'm not sure if I'm uh, raw <laughs> enough to be an iconoclast, but um, yeah, it. I mean, you know, the painting world has been interesting, <laughs> but we'll save it yeah, for some yeah, other time. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I guess. I yeah, I guess my whole art world has just completely been taken out by the pandemic. So I'm just in a, I'm just in a, a fucking rut with it. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> not being able to like see my friends properly at, at like the thing that I've dedicated my life to oh, for damn. like 10 years is just like gone. <laughs> it's like yeah. so fucked, but yeah, there's fun stuff happening in the virtual world. It's not the same of course, but you know, hit me up if, if you want to visit the zine fair in animal crossing. <laughs> 
I have a new zine <laughs> that's like yeah. in the TXT things. Uh, and it looks really good with all of the zines put together. And it's like, oh, I wish I could like show this around at the zine fair, but oh, well. <laughs> yeah, you can just hold it up to your camera. Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll like scans. go full Twitch stream once I'm able to afford a, a, a proper computer and don't have to use Joey's computer anymore. <laughs> I'll just go. Oh uh, yeah, are I you, would do are more, but yeah, I have Twitch to rely on Joey's computer, up? which isn't even that great of a streaming mechanism because all of my computers are really old. Um, so I'm thinking about buying a computer actually, but mm. um, and if I do, I'll, I'll 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 probably relegate more of the like ranting news stuff there. But I do I do like getting my takes out on the record in this podcast, so <laughs> I appreciate you putting up with them, and they're. They're bound to. <laughs> oh, sure. I just feel terrible that I don't oh, well, have anything I mean, to you add. do have stuff to add, and it does relate. It's just it's just stupid and crazy-making also, and you're right about that, because it's like, it's like going in a loop over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about quality of life, so... I try, you know, to just have a little space, at least in my own mind, where I get to put thoughts together. And I mean, that's been cool. Expanding that out to the school that's, has been, yeah, working. That's a really but, powerful way to do it. Is school? Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're we're. Uh, going to be entering into a place where we will have consecutive courses going now for the first time, which is an exciting milestone. Um, we're going to have, um, so constructing the real, we, we have, uh, Commissar Ariana is still running the course on, uh, Caliban and the witch and, um, looking at it from a post-colonial lens. Uh, and then we have, um, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be starting up a Joseph Albers oh, right, with color theory here. course. And, uh, mm -hmm, yeah, we just partnered with Looky Here Art Space in Massachusetts. Uh, so we've got Chicago, Massachusetts, New York, and everybody coming in from the internet to study things and uh, gain skills. Um, and then we're... I guess going to start up a, a yoga class <laughs> uh, from Chicago. Space Odyssey Oddities um, in Chicago. And uh, we might also be hosting an electroplating class, but that's, that's, that's very a little fun. far out there. Uh, um, and very like, yeah, very, very much a, a very productive way spend your time is to be dedicated to classes and learning it what is a neat thing about the pandemic is that like all of these seminars like that you would normally like have to go to the university to like a lot of them are, are public in normal times but you have to like fucking go all the way to fucking yale or whatever like to watch them i've just been watching them <laughs> like and it's like yeah. really great <laughs> there's like just totally it's like forced the universities to just like put their seminars out 
like it regularly and to the public. It's it's at, at least that's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. There's a leveling happening uh, with the ivory tower, and it's pretty exciting to see the the pursuit of knowledge yeah, has become yeah, a more and, egalitarian and, 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 sport. Know, there's all the all the pitfalls with the the different algorithms trying to navigate um, these types of things on YouTube or whatever, or in podcasts even. Um, but if you can, you'll you'll learn something very good. <laughs> don't don't get snagged by a by a yeah, spook operation. Good, good luck, everybody. People. <laughs> That's kind of what's happening with oh, these no. like, um, news outlets that are run through uh, YouTube and stuff. Like, there's some there's some bad shit. Like, I was reading about the the Epoch Times that's always advertising on YouTube, and it's it's <laughs> ties to like the Falun Gong sure. cult, and it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh man, I love them. Um, they delivered to my door. They have so much a while money. They, I mean, they they do Shenyun. Like I'm Shen Yun being everywhere. Yeah, it's a lot of money <laughs> to throw around. Have yes. you ever seen the Falun Gong painting? Yeah, it's the like big murals they do. Really? Oh, okay. Oh no. Uh, there's like these Falun Gong paintings um, that are from people who oh, God. experience persecution. Oh, God. Cry me a fucking river uh, with these yeah. fucking spook idiots. <laughs> oh, well, I, you know, whatever. Who cares? I really like them. They're great paintings. They're all like, there's all like, you know, beams of light with little babies coming down <laughs> to like give somebody a crown. And like, there's a person who's being like, like injected with saline solution or something like being tortured as a martyr. And they're all tied up and bloody and all of these like apparatchiks yeah. are like beating people up they, and waterboarding they, it makes them a lot and of stuff. That they're great like paintings. Com completely um, merged with like the, the Trump populist right like and are just like full in like steve bannon um was involved with like kind of tying like the the epoch times with uh like trump's uh type of agenda and it, it totally makes sense because like that's like that whole like yeah type of mass media uh like disinformation type and like like uh what's the word like extravagant like um you know like save the hashtag save the children type shit like completely tracks with all of that <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i i was under the impression that that there was you know the people who were like claiming no, that they Look were into it abused by the it's chinese really government bad. were but i mean why are why like how come they're making these paintings? It's a cult, dude. Like, what it's is a the cult. movement about? Because the, a lot of them, but a lot yeah, of them they do. claim they get a lot that of money they were like so. imprisoned. <laughs> 
But wait, but I mean, it, it's pretty, I mean, it's so easy to believe that they were imprisoned, though, because chi- China uh, all imprisons is people check the for, bias, for follow the money a bit, against- you'll see some Stephen Bannon fingerprints on it. Uh, it's a, it's a whole, it, it's a, it's a very, um, so in a way steve bannon is actually a patron of the arts because he's he's paying these people (laughs) no 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 so the falun gong is it's it's just like a they are a a useful idiot to a lot of like people like to a lot of different like really shitty united states actors including steve bannon and the cia uh (laughs) So that that's that's all I'm saying. The, I'll, I'll post in the show notes the the big. It actually came out recently. The big expose on the Epoch Times. <laughs> oh sure, I mean everybody knows the Epoch Times. That's is their bullshit. outlet. That's uh, the Falun Gong's they're, outlet. They're psychotic. Like they're, it's but, it, like it. That empire is like how they make money. Like they they don't like. Without the Epoch Times, the the Falun Gong doesn't really have other ways to make money other than like you know being like you know reli- in a religious cult where everybody has to pay the cult leader. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm confused because I know that there is there 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 is like religious persecution against different factions of like yeah but the Falun Gong is not like it's they're like a extremely like wealthy family that was like purged from China you know it's like Cubans in Florida type thing it's not it's not like they're poor Buddhists who are persecuted it was it's, it's much more complicated I think yeah I mean, there they are people who are. Who well, there's were a there's a lot. I mean, I think I it's. At I least think it's is up for debate. True? I think it's is up for debate. I know it depends on who you are ask, these- but I, I'm you know I'm not out there parroting that line because I think it's a lot more complicated. Uh, and I and I would liken it much more to like Cubans in Florida than I would to like an actually persecuted religious sect. <laughs> but that's Damn. just all, all well big old I don't t- know tanky I just know about I'm them getting, from I, their paintings on the, on the, everybody on the, check uh, them inverse, out check I'm cancelled for They're getting more paintings. tanky so that's on me <laughs> <laughs> you I, have been I, getting but the really thing is, tanky like, I don't have any allegiances to anything and I'm I want to be skeptical of everything in, and in I I'm I'm probably more skeptical of the United States media because that's what I know. Like that's literally what I know and what I um, can like go and experience in the real world. Uh, and, you know, uh, like have a, have a much better grasp on, but I'm, all I'm trying to do is, is understand how, how like the, the, all these different actors are acting and like what the biases are. Um, I, I would consider myself more of a, like just 
open-ended internationalist than anything else. <laughs> uh, that's, I, I'm not like, I'm not like a fucking dangus, you know? <laughs> like, I'm not a fucking... <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. I'm for, like, yeah, whatever... Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's works, good, that's good. Like, whatever, like, like workers wants whatever workers are 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 saying and uh it's hard to get that raw firsthand experience um you know it's it's hard to parse what's um what has u.s state department fingerprints on it or not you know what i mean uh Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I kind of just take things like, you know, what I, I don't I don't know. I I'm like, okay, the Falun Gong, they made these paintings. Yeah. That's what I got out of it. I was like, oh, they made these paintings coming from this position. But yeah, All right. but, but well, uh, yeah, that's yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's fine. But painter, if you scratch the surface a bit <laughs> like, more, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, of course, but, you know, you scratch the surface in all directions and everyone is like, uh, everyone is, a, is, is not who they seem to be. And then the only way that you're actually able to understand what actions um, actually consist of is in hindsight. And even then, yeah, it's, it's faulty because history is also subjective. So at this point, I'm a little bit like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's everything fine. is bullshit I mean, that's dialectical. and not bullshit that's at the same time. Fine. Like, but that's different. Well, that's, I mean, that's where I always am, though, but it makes it really that's hard to get jazzed but, up about I mean, that's why you stuff. have conversations to, like, sort of synthesize these different things and hear different perspectives, I think. <laughs> now I'm just looking at these Falun Gong paintings. Oh my god, there's one where this guy is strung up and then on either side of him one guy's burning him with a um with a iron, like a clothes iron and one guy's burning him with yeah, a cigarette. Uh, yeah. I, okay, I'm looking at him now. I thought it's they were good murals. Paintings. Yeah, I thought They're these really were like good. murals. <laughs> oh man, there's this one evil Chinese policemen are like curb stomping a fallen gong member who's just like wrapped in this banner. And just like looking. I mean, just yeah. So and if we judged heroic. everything by paintings, it's like, oh my gosh, the the, the Trump painter guy. All oh, that's real too. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it, it's a you know, reality. It, for is, sure. it does express a reality it's all, you know, for it's people. All up for discussion, and it's good. I mean, this also really well illustrates types of torture that do, that there's do, a lot of there's a lot of torture in books that you can reference individuals <laughs> yeah oh man there's one guy he's getting he's getting a little Ugh. bamboo shoot stuck under his fingernails dude these cops they're the, crazy the cops are these evil paintings all, are so I'm, good i'm i am for the cops being evil in all forms uh so where where yeah, are the, all of these um, paintings Falun are Gong anti cop ones about it's you know pretty the, the cops where they live in a you know compound up in upstate New York you know <laughs> the cops are pretty bad up there too <laughs> like 
Well, yeah, we'll set some of these. Hey, maybe these paintings <laughs> are about what's happening upstate New York. We don't know. The, the conspiracy could get really deep, you guys. More information could be revealed every day about the connections. Hey, I'm for it. I'm, I'm for a, deep, a deeper dive, even deeper dive, challenging whatever preconceived notions I might have. I'm, you know, I hold, I hold no, like I said, I'm, um, I think everything's open to, to criticism and debate. <laughs> yeah it's well, true i guess on that it's, note I, thanks I everyone uh support us on the patreon um have fun out there let's have fun lots of fun let's have fun yeah let's have fun let's have fun let's have fun lots of fun